Cape Talk. Pippers on Twitter. You can tweet her at PJC Hudson. Such a busy weekend ahead in Cape Town. Let's start with live music events and Grace Newton has the weekly gig guide. Hi Pepper. We have another exciting lineup of music this weekend. Starting in the northern suburbs at Hillcrest Quarry, Mike McCulley is hosting an 80s show with his band. So they'll be playing the greatest hits of the 80s. That'll be on Sunday between 3 and 6 p.m. Tickets can be bought through Quicket at 160 Rand. If you want to buy tickets at the door, it's 180 Rand. Then also on Sunday in Kirstenbosch, there's another glorious summer sunset concert. On Sunday evening, we have Good Luck and Shakina performing. Tickets can be bought through Web Tickets, and the gates open at 4 o'clock, and the event will start just after 5. Then a third option for Sunday is at Café Rue. Uh, the Rivertones are going to be playing. They are South Africa's favorite reggae band. They've been playing since 2006, and they've been rocking up a storm across the country. So they're at Café Rue from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m. The cost is 150 rand a ticket, and you can buy your tickets at Quicket. Then moving to the winelands, all the wine farms are having harvest festivals to celebrate a successful harvest. Spear in particular is bringing in a huge amount of arts to their harvest festival. So on Saturday and Sunday of this week, they have a selection of bands, of children theatre, of artworks, all curated by Brett Bailey. And you can go and see the lineup on their website or on Facebook. So that's all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Tickets start from 100 Rand per event. And it'll be a real treat to be on the beautiful Spear Wine Farm, seeing all these wonderful cultural activities. And the last show I want to tell you about is at the Drama Factory in Strand. The Bruce Springsteen Experience is coming on Friday night and Saturday night to do a tribute show of all the boss's greatest hits. So five talented professional Cape Town musicians have come together to um, create a tribute show for Bruce Springsteen. So that's Friday night, Saturday night. Tickets can be bought from the Drama Factory website, www.thedramafactory.co.za, and the tickets are 200 rand per person. Those are my recommendations for this weekend. I'm Grace Newton with your weekly gig guide, only on Cape Talk. Thank you so much, Grace. She mentioned the Spear Harvest Festival. Just to flag for you, there are also harvest events at Avondale and Murati Wine Estates. So visit their individual websites to look up what's going on. Lots of wholesome, family-friendly fun, uh, a real focus on farm living and great food, as well as live entertainment at some of the estates. So do keep your eyes on the harvest festivals this weekend. And if you feel like venturing a little further out of town, the first McGregor Food and Wine, uh, food and wine Night Market is taking place tomorrow night with a theme of the Lantern Festival. It's hosted at the Fat Lady's Arms, which you'll find at number 46 Fortrecker Road in McGregor. You can expect more than 20 different food stalls offering cuisine from all around the world. Uh, an oyster bar with do-it-yourself condiments, traditional country desserts and more. Tomorrow evening from 6.30 until 9 at the Fat Lady's Arms in McGregor. There's no entrance fee, but obviously bring along some cash to spend at the different stalls. And into the world of sport we go. Of course, the Formula E is the biggie this weekend, but it's not the only one by any means. This is your last chance to join in the fun of this year's Volvo Ocean Race. Uh, several free events happening at the Waterfront Amphitheatre this weekend, including an ocean science show, entertainment by the School of Rock, and then the race itself restarts on Sunday afternoon, just after two. So if you'd like to be part of that excitement, you want to head on down to the Waterfront at noon to catch the Sailors Parade and the Flag Handover.
followed by the official start of the next leg of the race just after two o'clock. Remember, we also have some world-class ice hockey players in town. The International Ice Hockey Federation hosting the Senior Women's Ice Hockey World Champs at the ice station at Grand West. South Africa up against Croatia and Belgium. You can also catch New Zealand and Australia in action. Uh, It's at the ice station at Grand West. Uh, There are games today at 4.30 and 8 and on Sunday at 2 and 8. The daytime games are free and for the evening shows, it's 100 rand per ticket on CompuTicket. And let us not forget that the South African women's T20 cricket team will be in action in about 15 minutes' time as they take on England in the semi-finals of that tournament. The winner will go through to the final, which is at Newlands on Sunday at 3 o'clock. There are still tickets available from as little as 30 rand a ticket, but I guess a lot of people are waiting to see who is going to be in the final before they buy. Perhaps I should whet your appetite a little bit more by telling you that both Mikasa and the Ndlovu Youth Choir are going to be part of the pre-game entertainment at the final. Do keep that in mind. Speaking of music, the Artscape hosting the first official a cappella musical festival this weekend, featuring 20 different Cape Town-based youth musical groups. They'll be showcasing their talents at the Artscape tonight and tomorrow night at 7pm. Tickets are 100 rand ahead through CompuTicket. And that is where we'll wrap up our weekend's entertainment guide. We're back after the short break with news on the theatre, podcasts, movies and TV. Miss the conversation? conversation. Find all the interviews in the podcast section on capetalk.co.za. Next, let's find out what's happening in the world of theatre. My colleague Africa Milani has this week's suggestions. Good afternoon, Peppa. Well, it's a story well known and certainly well told. The story of how the ghost of a murdered king comes to haunt the living with tragic consequences. I am, of course, talking about Hamlet. And you are spoiled for choice in Cape Town with not one but two productions of Shakespeare's greatest play currently on stage. We start at the Baxter Theatre where a powerful new interpretation of the play is brought to life through puppetry and physical performance. Jenny Young's Hamlet premiered at the National Arts Festival in 2022, where it received outstanding reviews. Moengim Tombini and Siam Tanda Sinani pair off to play Hamlet with Timothy Redpath as Claudius and Roshina Ratnam as Queen Gertrude. The ensemble cast brings the full cast of characters to life through larger-than-life puppetry, where Hamlet's internal struggles play out visibly. Jenny Young's Hamlet is on at the Baxter Theatre until the 11th of March with evening performances at 7.30. Tickets you can get through web tickets. And opening on the 1st of March at the Artscape, Fred Abramser and Marcel Mayer return with a thrilling new production of Hamlet. They bring innovation, finesse and spectacular designs. They play to five-star reviews and outstanding ovations in um, Europe as well as the US. It's a breathtaking production which promises to be a must-see for learners, educators and lovers of Shakespeare. Performances are at 11 o'clock in the morning at 2.30 in the afternoon in the main, geared for schools, with the only evening performance performance on Saturday the 11th of March at 7 o'clock. You can get your tickets at CompuTicket. But it is to music that I'll be turning this weekend. I am most looking forward to the incomparable Tandiswa Mazwai. She's back on stage in Cape Town at the Artscape Opera House. She brings with her an exclusive one night of special performance to be remembered as she will be taking the audiences through all their favorite music, taking them on a sonic journey she calls A Letter to Azania. The show starts tomorrow at 8 o'clock and there are a handful of tickets left, so do go to CompuTicket to grab them now. Have a wonderful wonderful weekend of theatre.
Thank you so much, Africa Milani. Next, we turn our attention to podcasts and uh, our Rafik Wahid has this week's selection. A while ago, we tipped you off about a cool podcast series called A Reader's Community, a literary podcast featuring conversations about books with local writers and readers. It's back for a fourth season, and they're covering a wide range of topics and ideas this time. I'm going to let the host and producer, Vasti Kalitz, remind you what A Reader's Community is about and what you can look forward to in season four. In this podcast, I do what I love best, which is having conversations about books and ideas. And in this season, we're really covering a wide range. From subjects like thinking about home through poetry, what we can hope for from public apologies, the choices we make at the intersection of romantic love and money, being a misfit, an outsider, and much more. The first episode of season four has already dropped, and new episodes will be coming soon. And you can find all the previous seasons on Spotify. That's it from me for this week. Happy listening. Thank you so much, Rafik Wahid. Chanel September of the Eyewitness News team has the rundown on what's happening at the movies this weekend. Maybe I Do, starring Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey, is a fun rom-com that I believe you'll enjoy. In the film, we're introduced to Michelle and Alan. The two, of course, like many loved-up couples, decide to invite their parents to finally meet. But the meeting quickly goes from awkward to awful. Hey, hey. You can't kill me now. I've got company. Guess what? What? I'm the company. That's my son, Alan, who's with your wife holding your daughter. Would anyone care for a drink? Oh. Yes! Michael Jacobs is in the director's chair. Susan Sarandon, Diane Keaton and Richard Gere also star in this film. Ron is crazy. I'm serious. He's nuts. I want you to storm the house, find the victim and bring him to safety. A leading man must learn not to sweat the small stuff. What are you talking about the small stuff? I don't... Fire, Coach Ron! In our next film, Kevin Hart plays a version of himself as he sets out to pivot from being a comedy wingman to an action movie star. He attends a so-called action hero school where he attempts to learn the ropes of how to become one of the industry's most coveted action stars. Kevin Hart was in South Africa just this week to promote the film Die Hard. Other films to watch this weekend include Magic Mike's Last Dance, the re-release of the classic Titanic, and Tom Hanks' latest film, A Man Called Otto. That's a wrap. I'm Chanel September. Thank you so much, Chanel. And we'll finish with some tips for the small screen in the week ahead. Craig Falk is the man we call on for advice, deputy editor of TV Plus magazine. Let me plow straight ahead and tell you that the big pick of the week for the rugby fans is Sia Colisi's much-anticipated life story hitting the small screen on Sunday. Rise, the Sia Colisi story will be airing on Mnet at 5 o'clock on Sunday afternoon and again on Supersport at 8 o'clock in the evening. The documentary is based on his acclaimed autobiography Biography, which of course tells his life story and how he rose from a childhood of poverty in Zwede Township outside of Port Elizabeth to becoming the first ever black Springbok rugby captain and of course leading the team to victory in the 2019 World Cup. I believe you need to have the tissues ready for this one. You have been warned. Rise, the Sia Khaleesi story airing on Mnet at 5 o'clock on Sunday and again on Supersport at 8 o'clock. I filled everybody in on the Sia Khaleesi film. Craig, let's pick up with you on the crime drama front. We've got a new series debuting on Mnet this Monday. Yes, it's called The Calling. Uh, season one is starting on Mnet on the 27th of February at 10 in the evening. And it follows a, a Jewish New York detective who's trying to balance his faith and his job solving some of the most gruesome crimes imaginable. And it starts with the disappearance of a young boy that's actually going to flow through 
the season as a story long as a season long off. And it's called The Calling. You'll find it Monday night on Mnet at 10pm. A couple of old favourites also returning in this genre. Craig, starting with one of I know that you and I both love, FBI. Yes, uh, season five starts on Tuesday the 28th of February on Mnet. That's DT101 at 7 in the evening. I think it's a criminally underrated series mm. uh, by Dick Wolf. And it follows a duo of FBI agents who solve crimes and protect US citizens, often without the public's knowledge of the trouble that they're actually in. Uh, and the first episode sees Agent uh, Dan undercover and being involved with some very dangerous people. Season 5 of FBI is back on Tuesday on Mnet at 7pm. And then the latest NCIS spin-off also gets a second bite, Craig. That's on Wednesday night, though. Yes, NCIS Hawaii Season 2 starts on Wednesday, the 1st of March on Mnet at 7 uh, Wilmer Valderrama, he's doing a crossover to, to bridge this with the main series, main okay. series. Um, and his character agent, Nick Torres, is heading to Hawaii uh, to help the NCIS agents there find out who frames his boss. Wednesday night on Mnet at 7 o'clock is when you'll find season two of NCIS Hawaii. Now, Craig, your next pick is a documentary series not to be confused with a popular Netflix show. Tell us about Strangest okay. Things. Yes. Uh, Strangest Things Season 2 starts uh, on history at DSP 186 at quarter past eight. It's a docu-series where experts in various fields explore mysteries like the Tally Ball. It's a seven centimetre stone that was dug up in 1816 in this tiny Scottish village. And to this day, no one knows uh, where it's from, who made it, what it's actually meant for. It's just this complete mystery and it's this tiny little uh, stone ball. Strangest Things is on uh, the History Channel, 186 tonight at quarter past eight. And very quickly before we move to streaming, you want to flag the return of a series that sort of blends fact and fiction, Craig? Yes, it's a series called Super Pump. Season two is called The Battle for Facebook. It starts this evening on Mnet at nine o'clock. It's a fictionalized anthology series, so a lot of the the, the, the cast from season one have returned. That was The Battle for Uber. And they're now looking at uh, one of the biggest companies uh, basically in the world, um, a, a social media mega size Facebook. And what's really cool is the acting, the, the cast lineup is awesome. I mean, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he's mm. brilliant. Super pumped, the battle for Facebook starts tonight on Mnet at 9pm. Now over on the streaming services, Craig, a big week for the Star Wars fans because season three of The Mandalorian arrives on Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Yes, uh, you can watch uh, the previous two seasons as well. I think it's a fantastic series. I think it it actually put Star Wars as a a series back on the... the map map for so many people and the best thing is it stars Peter Pascal I mean he's playing Joel in the smash hit horror series The Last of Us Um, and he's returning to Dante Hunter Din Jardin and along with his little green friend and what's really cool is they've got a camera from Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker oh cool Um, yeah, in the season, Din is heading back to Mandalore and he's going to have to confront the eventual Boke Tan crazy. Um, but even more spectacular about this, you look at Gorgon and you think it's just computer, uh, CGI. Um, and they actually made an animatronic, kind of like the old movies. And it cost $5 million to build uh, the animatronic Gorgon. Wowza. Okay, Mandalorian season three. I know where I'm going to be on Wednesday evening. That's when it drops on Disney+. Plus. If we skip ahead to uh, Apple TV Plus this week, tell us about The Reluctant Traveller, Craig. It's a lifestyle series with Eugene Levy. I mean, we all know him as Ships Creek, which is on SABC3 at the moment, and the dad in the American Park movies. Uh, he's got this deadpan humor. But he, what he's doing now, he, he, he's a self-admitted um, non-traveler, so he doesn't really get around the match. And he's now heading to some of the 
seeking destination, including our very own park. Okay, if you want to see Eugene Levy in the Kruger Park, watch The Reluctant Traveller on Apple TV+. Someone who does get around a lot uh, will be in the next series. You want to flag a new sci-fi on Showmax that's very familiar because it's actually a reboot of an old favourite, Quantum Leap. Yes, so uh, it's a sci-fi series, season one. It's a revival of the 90s series with a lot of um, cameos, including Scott Bakula as Dr. Uh, in the series, physicist Dr. Ben Song, played by Ray Lee, is uploading new content into the Quantum Leap project. And he not only tra- time travels, but he's going to traverse across alternate universes and meet himself. I used to love the original back in the day, so I might give that one a try. The new Quantum Leap is available on Showmax. And also on Showmax, you can binge from today the new series called Julia, which is inspired by the life of the legendary TV chef Julia Child. Look out for BAFTA winner Sarah Lancashire of Happy Valley fame. She plays Julia Child and her husband is played by uh, David Hyde Pierce. Uh, that's Dr. Niles Crane from Fraser. For anybody who needs a reminder, should be good. Craig, I think we've got time to squeeze in a recommendation for Netflix this week. What would it be? It's a game show called Cheat. Ellie Taylor and Danny Dyer host this quiz show. And they've got four contestants in each episode who probably don't know the answer to the questions they're going to be asked, but they get to charm their way to the top of the <laughs> any means necessary. So it's a light, fun it's not going to work in the brain of Cape Talk, I promise you that much. But if you want some tips on charming your way to the prize money, Cheat is where it's at on Netflix. Craig Falk, always a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Craig's the deputy editor of TV Plus magazine and you can find the latest edition in stores now.